0: Welcome back to the Become a Calm Mama podcast. I'm Darlene. I'm your host of the podcast and the founder of Calm Mama Coaching and Calm Mama Club. So today we are talking about making your summer stress-free, which obviously isn't possible because in life there are so many little stressors happening all the time. But what you will learn in this episode is how to reset those stressful moments, so that you can get back to creating the summer experiences that you really want to have with your kids. Because what often happens is that we get stuck in that rabbit hole of overwhelm, burnout, anger, frustration, and all these other negative emotions that build up in moms over the summer. So in this episode, you're going to learn really practical tools So that you can figure out what it is that you want to create this summer and then what to do when things go sideways. So in this episode, we're going to talk about like your summer bucket list and what would an ideal summer day look like and then talk about those feelings that you want to create in your family because the feelings are what drives the memories. So thinking back to something that you remember fondly, it's because while you were experiencing it, it felt really good. So what we want to do is help you feel good this summer so that your memories aren't tinged with a little bit of anger or bitterness or whatever. So this episode, it's taken from the stress-free summer workshop I taught last week, and part of that workshop included a jam-packed stress-free summer toolkit, and in that toolkit, you get the exercises and scripts that I'm going to refer to in this episode, as well as other specific strategies for handling sibling fights, boredom, grumpy moods, setting up routines this summer. It's such a great toolkit. Also has 80 plus things kids can do when they're bored um, and also like topics about self-care for the summer. So you can get your copy of the toolkit and the replay of that entire workshop on my website, which you can go to coaching.com and then backslash summer plan replay. And we'll put that in the show notes as well so that you can get your hands on the copy of the toolkit. So, all right, let's get into this episode. My story about the pool for today is I remember feeling almost, it's going to sound ridiculous because it's a pool, right? Like you have a pool in your yard, not something to be trapped by. But I remember feeling like, I have to spend every day outside with these kids. It's so hot. And I don't wanna be out here. I wanna be inside. I wanna, you know, just be so frustrated by the thing that I had to do with the kids and just the day in and day out aspect of it. And feeling really almost resentful about this beautiful thing that we had in our family. And I remember one day I was sitting there and I was so bored and restless and annoyed with the kids. And they were splashing each other and fighting, two boys and Um, They're two years apart. So, you know, they're splashing each other. And I remember creating this little game to entertain myself where they would be jumping off the diving board and I would yell out like, you know, angry bear. And as they were running off the diving board, they had to like act out like angry bear. So they'd be like ah, and then jump in the pool and then they would come up and I would like rate them like on a scale of one to ten. I'd be like, that was a nine out of ten. And. I came up with like so many dumb ones, like silly chipmunk or like, you know, sleepy tiger, like whatever. Right. Just really kind of like I ran out of stuff. I had to get really creative. Um, shy caterpillar, whatever. But what happened in that moment was I realized that someday this is going to be one of my favorite memories. I was like, there was some sort of awareness that That moment with my kids was something to treasure. And I decided right then, I was like, I'm going to treasure this right now. I'm going to decide right now that this is special, that this is a privilege. And I'm going to find the future feeling like, oh, they were so cute then. They were so sweet then. Oh, that was so lovely. That that feeling that I would have if I looked at a photo 10 years later of that moment, I was going to have that feeling right then. And that's kind of what we're doing today. We're going to talk about what is it that we want to feel. And if you want to think about 10 years from now, how do you want to look back on this period of time with your kids? How do you want to remember this? And how you want to remember it is how you will actually remember it if you feel it now. Or maybe you don't, won't, don't feel it now. You remember it's so sweet. But then you tap in, you're like, but actually, I was really unhappy that summer. I don't want you to remember it kind of tinged with like the truth was that it sucked, but the photo feels good. I actually want it to not suck while you're living it. And I know that is tricky, especially when you have littler ones because they're just clawing on you all the time. They're just like all over your body. And, you know, it's like, yes, that's what it's like when they're littler. And then they get older and you're like, oh, I wish they wanted to like be near me. So it's tricky. It's hard. But it's also possible for you to create what you want. And the way you do that is by intentionally deciding what you want to think and feel. So in the toolkit... I invited you to do the exercise called ideal day. Your ideal summer day was on page six. I did that. I did the whole, I did the toolkit this morning, just like I want all of you to do it because what I teach you is what I do too, because this is how I want to have my memories. My kids are 16 and 18 years old. This is my last summer. Apparently people keep telling me that. I don't think that's true, but you know, my kids are getting older and I really want to like, like think of it like a milkshake. Like I'm sucking that last bit of milkshake out with a straw, like, like I'm slurping it up, right? I want to slurp it up this summer. But I also want you to feel like you want to slurp it up if your kids are three and five, if your kids are seven and eight, if, you're, if you have one child and they're 13 and this is the summer before they go to high school or whatever it is, like whatever slurping it up, you're doing, I want you to be intentional about it. So thinking about your ideal day, what I invite you to do is pretend that there are no rules and that there is like no reality. Okay. So you get to think this perfect ideal day where no kids are fighting, the weather is great. Everyone is like down for like, yeah, whatever mom says. Like if you had kind of like robot children or perfect children um, and perfect weather and perfect, whatever, but your current reality, like your life, what would it look like? Like your children and your ideal day and allow yourself to explore it a little bit, like, your brain is going to start to say, well, what's possible? What's actually available to me? Like, what would my kids say yes to? Or what would I, what would I, what would be easy? If it's easy, that's great. But really kind of like allow that free flow experience. And the way I did this was I, I did one ideal day where I'm working and one ideal summer day where I'm not working, you know, a work day and then a non-work day. And it was really interesting because what I really wanted to do was sit by the pool with my children, <laughs> even though, you know, I talk about how the pool has been so, you know, difficult for me, but it really has been the space of delight for lots and lots of years. Maybe your space of delight is the local lake or the community pool or the beach or a park or sitting in your living room and like doing a movie marathon or whatever it is. I want you to think about your ideal day with your kids and explore what comes up. Then when you're done, sit with it for a second. Imagine what it would feel like to have that day. And then notice what you would feel if you had that day. At the end of the day, you get into bed, and you've had your ideal day. What are the feelings? Or in that moment when your kids are, you know, I had us, I had us going out in the pool for a while and then coming inside and playing cards, which I was like, okay, like, I just was like kind of a little bit of stream of consciousness. And I was like, play a game or cards. I was like, oh, what would I be feeling while I was playing a game with them? It was like fun. I would feel fun. I feel joy. So it was the feeling that I chased. While I was writing I also noticed that we were going to order a pizza on my ideal day. I was like, okay, so that means I'm not cooking. Like that came that came very interestingly to me. I was like, we're okay, we're done with the in my mind. I was like, we're done with the cards or watching a movie and then I was like, what happens next? And then I wrote order pizza for dinner. I was like, okay. That means that is part of my ideal day is not cooking. So then that feeling is ease for me. And then in this day, I noticed that I was laying, you know, laying down. And I was like, I feel really rested at the end of this day. It felt really rejuvenated, didn't feel hard, didn't feel like I had to like drag the children to a museum and like bike around downtown or something, which is on my bucket list, but it wasn't my ideal day. So my ideal day, what I found was ease and rest and joy. But maybe in your ideal day, it's you come up with different emotions. Maybe you have like a lot of um, energy or, you know, novelty, like you feel kind of interested or curious, like some other emotions get created. The coolest thing about raising kids or living life, right, is that it's the memories that we want later right we kind of like want to reflect back on our kids childhood or our experience of being parents when they were younger or this certain summer or this age and we want to remember it in a certain way and the only way you really remember anything is by the emotion that was brought up during the event and so when you are experiencing it when you are intentionally creating that emotion, you're chasing it, then you are more likely to remember that experience with that feeling. Okay. So let's talk about how we do it. What does mindset mean? Like people talk about it all the time, like growth mindset and like fixed mindset. And it's like a whole thing, which was like, wait, what now we're like against growth mindset. I just... All it it means is like intentionally thinking thoughts so that you feel certain things. And from that emotion, you take action. So think about it when you feel angry. How do you act? Probably if if you're an um, explosive type of person, right, you're like kind of. Lecturing and maybe yelling at your kids or kind of complaining, like walking around like grumpy and like giving dirty looks and whatever. Or if you're an implosive type of person, maybe you turn it internally and you're like, something's wrong with me. My kids don't like me. This isn't a very good family. Um, you know, you kind of turn that anger into yourself. Where does that anger come from in the first place? A lot of times it comes because of the way we're thinking about a situation. So if I'm feeling um, resentful, it's probably because I am telling myself that I have no power over anything, right? Like I'm trapped here next to a swimming pool. (laughs) Like I'm feeling resentful about it. But I could, if I switched my mindset, I would be able to say, you know, I get to sit by a swimming pool. Or if I'm honest with myself, I don't want to sit by a swimming pool. I would like to go inside and then telling myself, and I'm the mom and I can do that. Right? Because then I'm going to feel empowered and I'm not going to take it out on my kids. So the mindset really helps us shift how we feel and how we act. And it comes from our thoughts. So yes, I want you to think about what you want to do and really think about it. Like if you only got five things that you got to do with your kids this summer, what would you want those to be? Really thinking about what you want to do with your kids. Also add a bucket list for yourself. My whole program, right, is about us parents like i call it calm mama but i know there's dads in here it's like you know calming ourselves taking really excellent care of ourselves so that we can show up with compassion for our kids so that we can show up as leaders and set limits so that we can show up with confidence and follow through if we need to with consequences so that we can teach responsibility so all of those wonderful parenting attributes of connect limit set correct the parts of the calm mama process are based when we are calm. And a lot of parents, particularly moms spend a lot of time focusing on their kids, what they want to create for their children, what they want their children to feel, what they want their children to experience. And they don't spend a lot of time thinking about themselves, what they want to think and feel and do. So what do you want to do for yourself this summer? When you're doing the thing, like when you're, at the library when you are doing that bike time or whatever that part of your bucket list is, what do you want your kids to be feeling during these events? As you think about how you wanna feel, you wanna be working on aligning your thoughts with those feelings. Now, I gave you an example of like, I'm stuck doing this, right? If I'm thinking, I'm stuck, then I am going to feel angry or powerless or frustrated, irritated, I'm going to have some sort of negative emotion. And from that emotion, I'm going to act out those feelings, right? If I don't process them. So when we have a, a negative emotion, it is because of the way we are thinking about our circumstances. Sometimes it's a deep old thought that comes up from like the archives of our lives. Like one of my thoughts, my deep archive thought that loves to show up is um, everyone is mad at me. This like ancient childhood thought. But it shows up in my parenting where I'm like, everyone is mad at me. And then I act as if my kids are mad at me and my husband is mad at me. And like the dog is not really, but like it feels that way. Like everyone is mad at me. And then from that thought, I feel um, super insecure. And then I either overcompensate by like people pleasing and like extra healthy mommy, which my kids are like, stop it sometimes. Or I'm like, you don't wanna you don't need me fine. Like I can go both ways with my actions. So those are like an old, old thought. And nor more new thought that I found today was my kids don't want to do things with me. Now that sounds like a fact, but it's not necessarily, it's just my thought about a circumstance. Like if I say, do you want to go watch the sunset with me tonight at the beach or whatever? And they're like, no. And I say, my kids don't want to do things with me. Huh. My kid doesn't want to do that thing. When I take it personally, when I make it about me, then I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel sad. But if I'm able to look at it and think, my, my kids actually do enjoy doing things that they like to do. And they like to do some things with me. That's a much more freeing thought, and it brings a lot more um, positive emotion towards my children and towards myself. We have these like stuck thoughts is what I'm calling them, where they keep us kind of stuck in this negative emotion. And then we have shift thoughts that help us shift into new emotion. So this summer, you're going to have all your plans. You have your actions you want to take, your feelings you want to chase. And then there's going to be moments when you notice that you're not there. You're like, this sucks. Like, I thought we were going to have this great day at the library. And now these kids are being terrible, right? So you have this feeling of disappointment, maybe, from that experience. So how to shift out of that is an art. Like, it takes practice. It takes Intentional thinking is what we call that. Allowing the negative emotion, like I, you can just be disappointed, you know, like it's okay. Like your negative emotion is not a problem. You can just be sad. You can just be annoyed. You can be angry. What you want to avoid is taking that emotion and dumping it on your child. So, processing, moving that negative emotion through your body is important just notice how you typically do it if you take it out on your kids and how other ways that you could be doing it. And so looking in and trying to figure out how else can I move through my disappointment? So we have to feel it. But the coolest thing about feelings is that they're temporary. They kind of are energy in motion. That's what emotion is. So it moves through the body. So when you're like, oh, this isn't going as well as I thought it was going to go. What will that? Like you can just like beat that in yourself. And you'll notice that your brain will kind of guide you towards wanting to shift into a new thought. It sounds like at least or tomorrow we can't like it kind of your brain will sort of reach to a new space and it will want to have a new thought. I don't want you to gratitude your way out of negative emotion. You don't need to shift it on purpose, but you can just wait and watch the feeling kind of move through like. I'm disappointed, but then you'll notice your brain will give you a new thought. Now, where does positive affirmations or intentional thinking come in? On page eight, I gave you a list of a whole bunch of new thoughts that you can actively cultivate inside of you. So that when your brain is ready for that shift and it's looking for that shift thought, it has one to go to. God, I'm such a terrible mom. I'm always yelling at these kids. But I am learning. But this moment is temporary. You have your old default thoughts, like my old thought that I have from when I was a kid, like everyone's mad at me. I have my old, old thought, right? I've been practicing that one for 40 plus years. I got it. It's like, boom, it it shoots right up at me. It's like, hey, you want your old thoughts? I'll give them to you. We've been practicing those for a really long time. So when you wanna to shift to new ways of thinking, you have to practice those new thoughts too. And so having this list is really helpful. So my challenge to you is to pick five of these or you can come up with your own. You don't have to, These are mine, but you know, you might not, it might only, maybe only two of you like in here, that's fine. You can come up with your own, but they are thoughts that you are intentionally thinking that help you feel differently. Everyone is mad at me. Sometimes people are mad at me and that's okay. It's a very different way of thinking about life. I am fat. I'm just going to use that one cuz it's we're going into summer. I am fat. Like, oh, I have a healthy body that gets me where I need to go. That's a very different thought about this corporeal being, right? It's like how this housing for my my soul and spirit and love. So, I can choose to think new thoughts. But the old ones are going to come up. I just want to remind you, like, you're going to show up. You're going to need to feel the feeling, process it. And then you'll shift into a new thought. And you're going to have five of these to go through. Really learning how to, like, move through those negative emotions, realizing they're coming from some negative thought. You don't have to figure out the thought, by the way. Like, you don't have to get all into it, like, what am I actually thinking here? That's making me feel so sad. Like, you don't want to do that. You can just be like, I'm sad. You might be able to look at the circumstance and be like, well, it's, it's not going the way I thought it was not the thought It's not going the way it should go. Right. That's just the thought, but you don't have to do so much deep work there. Okay. So a stuck thought for overwhelmed. So I, that's how I do it is. I noticed the, um, the feeling that I have in my body, but I've spent a lot of time, um, Learning about what my feelings feel like in my body. It's a great thing to explore for yourself this summer. Like, what does this what does overwhelm feel like to me? What does sadness feel like to me? What does resentfulness feel like to me? Resentment. What does it feel like in my body? Where do I notice it? Just a, just a feel it in my throat, to feel it in my chest, to feel it in my fingers. A lot of times I notice how I'm feeling based on how I'm acting. Like I don't even catch myself till I'm like already kind of being a jerk or isolating or like shutting down. I used to be very explosive, as you know, but then as I like got my call mama tools down, way less explosive. But I find that sometimes I go a little implosive I get kind of isolationist. When you are feeling overwhelmed, making a little mini plan to just get through the next thing is really helpful. So, the way you do that is by thinking, I can handle this. I can do it. So, when you are shifting from overwhelm, the shift feeling is often confidence. Overwhelm is really, I can't handle this. Shift feeling is really, I can handle this. I know what to do. I can get through this and when you are thinking someone is lazy or entitled or you know ungrateful selfish like if you're thinking those thoughts you're definitely not going to feel great about that person you're going to feel like annoyed or angry with them so a shift thoughts are kind of like they're growing still this behavior is just evidence that they have a lot to learn I can teach them how to be a good, you know, be part of this family. I can teach these skills. I can do something about this behavior. Like tomorrow, I'm going to do something. Not today, I'm too tired, but I'm going to do something. So when you start to think negative thoughts about your kids, and then you realize that they can grow and they can change, and they're this is temporary, and they're in a season of their life, it will move you out from anger to hope. Especially in parenting, we kind of need to feel that hope, like they can get to the next thing. That's what we're seeking. We're just seeking a shift, like a small little shift in our emotion. So you're going to allow your feeling and then you're going to shift to remember you're chasing some feelings for this summer. You're chasing some feelings for your kids. You've made commitments to act certain ways. Catch yourself and pause. Process that emotion. Reset, reset back to your intentional thinking, reset back to your mindset that you've decided. And that's how you move through and create that stress-free summer is that you move through the stressful moment as quickly as you can. Because they're going to come. That's what mindset is. That's what life coaching is. If you've ever been curious, like what the heck is a life coach, right? They help you shift the way you think and feel about your circumstance. And so you take new actions. And when we do this in our program, it's all about how we think and feel about our kids and our parenting and behavior. So we shift those and then we take new actions. And then, of course, if you have a good coach, they give you actions to take, right? The tools that you learned in this episode are incredibly powerful. Like the ability to shift your thoughts and feelings about parenting or your job or your parents or your family or anything in your life really can create so much more positive emotion inside of you and you will feel just better about how you approach life and how you think about things. And that's what we do as coaches, and that's what I do in Calm Mama Club. I really take parenting and the uh, the experience of being a mom and really guide you through that entire process so that you can feel the way that you want to feel as a mom. You can think about yourself as a good mom, and you can show up in ways that you want to show up and have support along the way to guide you To become that parent that you are inside. Inside. So, if you've been loving this episode and loving the podcast and all the things that I teach, I'm going to invite you to join my new program called Call Mama Club. And this is my one year group coaching program where we take all of the content and topics that are in the podcast and really apply them to your life, and you get specific support. As a parent and get coaching from me in that program. And so I want to invite you to do to join, and you can learn about that program at commama coaching.com/slash club. And um, I would love to have you in there. So thank you for listening to this episode. I'm sure it's been really helpful and that um, you're feeling a little bit more confident about the summer. All right. So I just want to wish you the best summer as you kick it off with your kids and know that there will be lots of episodes coming up that will give you more and more support as you move through the summer weeks with your kids. All right. Have a great week.